everybody, to the first inaugural flagship episode of Role Models. Um, I'm expecting millions of listeners. Um, <laughs> you know, just right off the bat, that's what I'm expecting. Um, we, we've already got them queued up, ready to go. They're waiting for oh, the Oh, yeah, they're, they're there. I mean, I've got people outside <laughs> my window now saying, when's the app going to drop? Um, but my name is John Santana, and... I'm Justin Taylor. Okay. Um, do you want to... Do you want to start? Do you want to start talking about us? Yeah, you know, sure. My favorite um, subject. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely my favorite subject, talking about myself. So, um, yeah, I mean, when it comes to sort of tabletop role-playing games in general, um, started quite a long time ago now, actually, thinking about it. Um, it, it still feels like it was yesterday, um, <laughs> in all honesty. But started with a, a little bit of Pathfinder and then uh, found my way to 5e, and I've pretty much been there for the most part of my tabletop career now. Yeah. Uh, I know, obviously, John, you've, you've spent a fair bit of time playing a lot of other things. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, um, um, well, we're going to kind of go into how we started a bit further down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, again, it's one of these things that, you know, I still consider myself quite new to the hobby. I still... Oh, absolutely. Know, um, but then I kind of look back, and it's been the better part of a decade and it was yeah it's something that i immediately took to mm. you know i i was quite reticent to start with but once i started playing that was it off to the races and then once i started gming that's it it was no no looking back <laughs> um I mainly play pathfinder i'm actually a i'm actually the pathfinder venture agent for for the city that we live in um i i run a pathfinder lodge once a month um but also i've i've started really delving quite deep um into other systems such as delta green the cipher system things like that just just to get that extra experience and you know try other systems that i that i thoroughly enjoy so needless to say um this is going to be a tabletop role-playing podcast. <laughs> we, we do. Well, thank you for the vote of confidence. And the first question, question that I think is going to be on everybody's mind is what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually a very easy question to answer. Um, Lots I'll... of alcohol. <laughs> no, no, it happened to be at my sister's birthday in 2015, April 2015, where I met you, Justin. Yes. And we started talking about magic and things like that. And yes. And touched on role playing. And you said to me, I'm interested in role playing. And I went, oh, I have a quest for thee. Bring me some more players and uh, I shall grant one's uh, request and wish. And you so I did. And it all happened. <laughs> uh, I mean, to be honest, my recollection of, of all of that is somewhat hazy. I, I don't know why. Um, I, I can answer I, that with my previous answer. Alcohol! Well, <laughs> at that point. At that point, even Justin and I, we I think we'd encountered each other a couple of times. Yes. But we weren't we weren't like we had a friend in common. Yeah, we had like mutual friends, so we'd like bump into each other every once yeah. in a while and have like three word conversations. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one night I'm I'm out with an, another friend of ours 
and how to say this delicately. <laughs> um, you delicate, please. I was, oh, please, people don't know me yet. <laughs> I wanted that to be a very horrific surprise. Um, <laughs> I was, I was fucking shit-faced. <laughs> I was, honestly, I was, I think, I think that was one of the nights that I was on the old Rosie. Mm. Um, which is a mistake. <laughs> Always is. Yeah, Always it is. is. It is a mistake, and uh, along comes Justin with this other gentleman, and the question was, "Do you want to play Pathfinder?" To which my answer was a resounding, ah, "Of course, I fucking do." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Why not? Yeah, play. Yeah, fucking yeah. Uh, it's like D and D. Yeah, D and D. I've I've heard of that. <laughs> uh, that. That was it, and and that was it. You, I think, the next day got in touch with us and mm -hmm. basically gave us um, access to <laughs> materials uh, to where um, the material to where we yeah. can find the rules on on PFSRD and whatnot. And mm -hmm. yeah, we just started consuming. Yes, that's a quite a fever. That's an alarming rate. rate yeah. <laughs> I mean, I re I remember that that Scott when we first started to our group said, "Okay, so you guys are going to pick something out of this part of the core rulebook," and it was the core classes. Yes. Whereas yeah. a bit further back in the rulebook, you had the what were they called? It was another type. It was another uh, prestige class. The prestige. Classes oh yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. Like that. So we're reading through all this, and we'd selected our characters, and we hadn't even rolled a fucking dice yet. And nope. we're going, I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak to Scott to see if he'll let me be a samurai. <laughs> <laughs> which I um, firmly said no. Let's sit yes, down to the basics did. and learn the game yeah. first. Which yes. I honestly I think was the right move. <laughs> I, I, I was I was very similar. I mean. Uh, so I've I've suffered with insomnia since I was like 13, right? So I would often like I've gone through so many hobbies at this point that like when people say to me like, "Oh, what are your hobbies?" I'm like, <laughs> "How long have you got?" Because um, I, I was the same. I would flit through things and I'd get bored after like I'd do it for like a month. I'd get really good at it or like to a decent level at something, and then I'd be like, oh, "I'm bored now." Um, and this like you know from. From that, that first game that we played, um, I mean, I now, half of my flat right now is dedicated to building terrain pieces. Like, I, I've got like, foam wire cutters, I've got uh, 3D printers, I've got loads of stuff now that's all dedicated to this hobby. Oh. Um, and yeah, aside from like gaming, like video gaming, it's the only thing that's really stuck around in my life for more than a month. I mean, I must admit, with what I was doing with Roll20 was phenomenal. I paid for the subscription. I didn't go for the top tier, but I did that $5 tier where it gave you the dynamic lighting. Mm. And sitting there, I would literally... Um, how many hours have I lost <laughs> to Roll20? I will tell you now. And I've not been on there for a while, okay? <laughs> but since I started, um, I started off tom parker got me on to roll 20 okay that's when he started running his game i've got 4632 hours dedicated into roll 20. just a few that's 
I mean, the only thing that beats that is your porn addiction. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, see like that, that that's the thing i i die a lot like i i die a lot i mean you know this but that's because oh, yeah. dice hate that's dice hate me it's no secret right um rolling against me you'll roll more nat 20s than you've ever rolled in your life if i'm rolling against you i'll roll more nat ones than you've ever seen in your life and yes before anyone says oh you've never seen will wheaton roll i have seen will wheaton roll i make will wheaton look like a god i've put it on the internet now it's out there challenge me I swear to God. I don't think that's something anybody wants to win. <laughs> it's my only thing. It's all I've got. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, Will Wheaton. You've got the next generation. <laughs> yeah. Justin has nothing. I've got nothing, all right? The only thing I've achieved in my life is that I roll worse than you. Let me have this. Yeah, I mean, come on, Will. You've got stand by me. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Justin has got two... 3D printers. So, you and I have got a bit of housekeeping to do, don't we? Yes. We have some official business to attend to. Um, Yes. And that is because when we came up with the concept, I say concept like we had any of this planned. Um, When we came up with this harebrained idea to talk on the internet for an hour, um, you know, we... went back and forth we kind of discussed ideas about what we could call it and this and the other and we eventually landed on the name role models mm-hmm. which we both 100 percent loved and neither of us went should we check we should look that, at that yeah should we check <laughs> should we actually check if that's been taken at any point and no 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 we just we just went with it we rolled with it uh <laughs> yeah i yeah i hate myself for that <laughs> um but we just we just did we we put it out there and it was somebody in the obsidian um community um anybody who's part of the obsidian community knows josh um he is one of the flag bearers of the entire community he just kind of posted a a screenshot of his podcatcher app and it's like yeah you may want to rethink the name there's about seven different podcasts all relating to tabletop role-playing called mm-hmm. role models yes so yeah we're not as creative as we thought <laughs> and we didn't think we were creative at all so imagine how bad we feel right and to be honest i did have a look at some of these other podcasts they haven't been very active for a while but the fact of the matter is they have still got content out there they've still mm-hmm. got um episodes on these services and i don't think they want to be associated with the likes of us i wouldn't blame them no nor would i i i wouldn't hang out with me <laughs> <laughs> so we decided that instead of you know having a a private meeting as it were to to come up with a new name we'd do it here the, here in the podcast which i'm sure is going to be entertaining listening to all <laughs> so what we did is we decided we would come up with uh, a few ideas each and mm-hmm. we'd spitball and see what we came up with um how many have you got uh I'm, I'm gonna be honest i just went through my list and i hate almost all of them <laughs> um they, they seemed like a really good idea when i wrote them down and then i've just gone through them and there's like it, it's basically the two i sent you are the only two that i still like <laughs> 
Well, I mean, I've I've got a few. I think uh, yes, three, six, twelve, uh, fourteen. I've got all right. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna be completely honest. I don't love all of them. Um, <laughs> in fact, I damn right hate some of them. However, there are you know it. They are there to hopefully provide us with some spark of insight um, and, you know, maybe help land on on a name that we both agree upon. However, that being said, I do believe I've got the one. Oh. Uh, yeah, this is one. Well, let's do that one last then. Yeah, well, that one's going last. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not going to lie that when I came up with this, I was at work. <laughs> and... I had to leave the room because I was laughing so much. Oh, okay. That bodes well. That bodes well. And I know your sense of humor. You do. And I think you are going to love it. Oh, I'm this, excited. Yeah, this is... I'm, I'm excited for that one. <laughs> but that is the last one. That is the one I'm going to kind of yes. go, boom, this so, is what I think. I, I'm going to give you the the three that I am kind of most happy with. Okay. Uh, as my contributions, and then we'll go through your fourteen. Because honestly, the others, uh, mm, just, so, just no. So one of us has been doing his homework for the show, while the other one has been making a digital tabletop. Yes. <laughs> hey, I was still making content. All right, just Hi. different kind of content. <laughs> Good to see where your priorities are. <laughs> yes, my table and my players. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, let's let's hear your three. Let's so let's do this. we've got the the two that I sent you, which mm-hmm. was before we decided to to do this on the podcast, which was uh, I had two guys, one dice. Yes. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and of my three, this next one is my favorite, which is Knights of the Round Tabletop. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then the final one. Uh, it goes back to an idea that uh, from when we first started this, one of the names that we we kind of went with, um, which is kind of a play on things, which is D&D with J&J. Okay. All right. All right. I thought there may be something there. Okay. So I'm going to first address the, the, the glaring issue <laughs> that is um, two guys, one dice. <laughs> Um, I'm hoping that not a lot of people remember uh, a particular internet video that was named something quite similar. <laughs> and honestly, I just can't think of anything else right now. Exactly. <laughs> That's not a good thing. If it's in my head, which with the way my brain works, you know it is. Yeah. It's only fair that it's in yours as well. No, I, I do appreciate the sharing. <laughs> sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. So I do appreciate that. I don't really want that to... I don't want to subject that to onto my <laughs> Fair, 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 fair. Yeah, no. Okay, so the second one, were, uh, Knights of the Round Tabletop. Yeah. I like that, but I do mm. feel that that would be more appropriate if we were doing an actual play. Yeah, that's what I think. So, I think as well. Yeah. I think it would be it would be a really good name for maybe like a campaign. Yeah, if we were, if I, I don't know, who knows what where this is going to take us? Maybe at some point 
we do actually decide to branch out and do a couple of <laughs> yeah then nights of the round table top is ours so nobody yeah that, okay we got dibs we got dibs on the nights of the round table top and then the other one <laughs> D and D and J and J. D and D with J and J. The only issue with that is, I think, where we kind of decided to talk about tabletop role playing as a whole. Yeah, it, it's a bit bit narrow. It goes. It, we kind of go into that niche of yeah, it's D and D. Yeah. So yeah, but they are good suggestions. Um, you want to hear some of mine? Yes. All right. So mine, although I've got fourteen, um. <laughs> They are, a lot of them kind of are plays on the same concept. Okay. All right. So like, the, like for example, the, the first one um, was, the first concept I had was taking the word wisdom mm-hmm. and transform it into whiz dump. <laughs> so you've got all the plays, all the idioms that come from that, like, Conventional yeah. wisdom, mm-hmm. or words of wisdom, <laughs> which you know, I mean, I don't hate. I don't hate words of wisdom. Um, I don't think I've got any more wisdom-based ones. <laughs> One that I found hilarious, which I don't think we'll ever use. Actually, two I found hilarious. One was I charisma. <laughs> That's pretty good. I did enjoy that. And the other one was table spanners. Okay. Yeah, you know, as a play of table manners. Yeah. For those yeah. of for those of you who are outside the UK, yeah, you, you can call somebody a spanner as an yes. insult. So it, it, it's a pretty good insult as well it because is. it's like it's it's offensive enough where they're like, "Wow, how dare you!" But it's not offensive enough they they can do anything about it. Yeah, it's it, you're basically calling someone a tool. So yeah. Um, all right, so they, yeah, I I did enjoy them. Um, okay, hmm. so other ones that I had um, were uh, making a play on the rhyming sort of relationship between the word souls and roles. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there was a whole bunch of them, like role mates, mm-hmm. which already checked, taken. Yeah. <laughs> all um, right. Yeah, it sounds, sounds sounds about right. Yeah. Um, immortal roles. <laughs> Gentle roles, lost roles. You get the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they were, yeah, you know, I wasn't massively uh, role brothers. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, not a massive fan of any of them. Um, I did think Humble Fumble. Nice. I like or, that one. Or, but, again, taken. Yeah. All the ones I liked, I, I checked, except for my favorite one. My favorite is not taken. So Ooh, that's the other good. One, the other one was Double Fumble. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if that's taken. Um, then there was um, a name that I've kind of used for my my Discord server, um, mm-hmm. which is Dice Hard. Yes. And all the play, like a good day to Dice Hard or Dice yep. Hard with a Vengeance, etc., etc. All of the Die Hard movie titles. Yeah, basically. So we've gone through all that. Um, one I just threw in there because just to get to 14, I guess. Um, <laughs> and I hate it, was Fumble Rap. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> I I absolutely fucking hate that. Oh. I, I do. 
but at the same time, it, oh my god, it makes me laugh every time. <laughs> All right, so um, then there was Britcrit, but I'm not British by birth, so that kind of defeats yeah, me neither. Um, then there was crit in it, <laughs> <laughs> unfit crit. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then I think um, it's onto to my favorite. Okay. Um, it is onto the one that I've kind of gone through, and I, every time I look at it, I kind of go, "This has to be it. This has to be the answer that we are searching for." <laughs> it is. It's not taken. It's. Is that it? It's not taken. It's, <laughs> yeah. That's the only. That's the only requirement. We just don't want anything that's taken. Yeah. It's just. It's. It's not taken. It, Is a big part. It's not taken. So. Um, it's not Liam Neeson. <laughs> but also, it is a glorious pun. Always a winner. Always, Always a, winner. a winner. Always a winner. Yeah. Um, and I just think it fits our brand and our sense of humor perfectly. And I'm actually scared I'm overselling this, but I'm I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go for this. <clears throat> Uh, you, you're lucky you haven't got me on camera because I'm trying to do this with a straight face and <clears> I'm, <throat> I'm really struggling. Failing miserably, yep. yep, yep. Okay. I can hear it. I can hear it in your voice. Uh, are you ready for this? I'm as ready as I will ever be. Okay. Too legit to crit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's is, the one. Isn't that... That's I'm, the one. I honestly... That's, that's the one. And it is the first draft of the Orc license um, was released on April the seventh for public uh, mm. public comment. Yes. So, for those of you who somehow don't know, um, when Wizards of the Coast did their um, how to put this delicately, <laughs> the, their thing, we'll just go with the thing. They did their thing, and they said their people thing. People will know. And, and, they, and you know. The, the whole community went, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when Wizards of the Coast, let's just say, showed their true colours, um, <laughs> there was a lot of response, there was a lot of backlash, and, and different sort of entities and companies in this, in this hobby responded in different ways. And... Mm -hmm. Paizo, along with a multitude of different publishers, came out and basically said, you know what? We're going to do our own license. Um, it's going to be essentially what the OGL was, was meant to be, and yeah. it's not going to be owned by anyone. It's going to be irrevocable, and, you know, and they actually have produced the the sort of first draft of it which you know i've i've gone over but i i don't really i don't really kind of speak the right language to to understand the nuts and bolts of it yeah we're not lawyers no and that actually <laughs> reminds me of a comment i saw on the post and it was some dude going oh no it's it's too wordy and it's full of legal speak it's like well it's, a legal it's almost document. like it's a legal document. Yeah, you yeah fucking funny that. doorstop. Funny that. 
Uh, how, how dare that how dare that legal document be full of legal technical terms <laughs> how dare it uh, this whole this, this holy text is a bit preachy for my liking <laughs> <laughs> was it cobalt press um, yes big big player in this industry yes um it's done so much third-party content for 5e third-party content for pathfinder mm-hmm. um very good very good very very good stuff well. yeah their response to the whole ogl thing was right we're going to develop our own system yes which they initially referred to as project black flag which yes. in of itself great fucking name yeah you know yeah if you want to spark interest in something project black flag will definitely get me that that all yeah i'm gonna click yeah. that link i'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna yeah, click that 100%. link 100 so they have now um given it an official title and again these guys naming shit are, are very good <laughs> tales of the valiant oh oh it yeah it it's a, it does create ooh, that response doesn't it it's it like, does oh I'm, I'm intrigued at that um yeah tales of the valiant yeah i mean i definitely i don't i mean just for the name alone oh absolutely that, i'm going to be giving that, that a go has already yeah. Yeah. got me reaching for my wallet yes like where where is it where's that card gone <laughs> but yeah where did i leave my debit card <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, i may have hidden it for some reason i don't know why like, what is my paypal login <laughs> So just Tales of the Valiant. I mean, that, that is, is a, a good name. It's a very good fucking name. Do, do you know? Uh, do you know? Do you know who we should have got to name the podcast? Them. Um. Yeah, but I also just wanted to touch on the alignment stuff that you mentioned earlier. Okay. So it's something I I've actually kind of I've had many discussions about alignment in the past. Oh, alignment <laughs> discussions are um. <laughs> If you're ever well, if you're ever part of any tabletop role playing game online communities, and someone brings if you've up, never talked about alignment, you are not part of an online community. Oh, not even better is to just sit back and watch other people talk about it because <laughs> get the get the popcorn out because it it goes chaotic evil pretty fucking quickly. Well, my hot take: alignment doesn't matter. Care to elaborate? <laughs> No, no, I will yeah. So, I reckon alignment doesn't matter because at the end of the day, right, like you said uh, when you mentioned it earlier, alignment means different things to different people, right? So, you can be a lawful person, like, you can be a lawful alignment, right? But that doesn't mean that you follow the law of the city. You could be following the law of your deity, but you're still lawful. And that's why I, I, I feel like the alignment chart was a great concept from when it was you know, introduced, but it's evolved so much since then that it's not that anymore. And I, I think it's, sh- I, I agree with what Pathfinder are doing by getting rid of it and just saying, you know, what your deity likes and doesn't like, you know, these actions will do you well. These actions won't is much better because that's the things that I need to know as a player, right? Because I, as, as, as a player, I understand the concept of a lawful good paladin and a lawful evil character right 
they're not following the same laws because if you're following the laws of the land which are generally for the good of the people in the land right i say generally it's not always right then you can't inherently be evil because you're following laws that are good right so that lawful doesn't mean the same thing but then having that breakdown of okay well i i worship this deity so i base my life on them and they would reward these behaviors well then that's what your lawful means is you do those behaviors and if you don't know the behaviors because at the moment in i mean in D D anyway i don't know so much about um you know some of the other systems out there those behaviors are kind of open for interpretation because you've just got to kind of look at the the law of the deity and and what's written about them in you know all of the sources that are out there and say well would they think that this is good or would they think that this is bad and it kind of becomes a judgment call again and then you've kind of lost the whole purpose anyway right yeah um i think you're very very accurate um alignment oh right (laughs) i've never viewed alignment as a guideline Mm. i've viewed it as an end result Yes. So when someone develops a character and they make them lawful good, or we'll go with chaotic good. For... Yes. So they make a chaotic good character. I've never had that as this is how your character has to behave. I've always mm. seen it as the events that have transpired between you being born now and this moment in time tell me your past they tell me what sort of actions you have taken yeah and even then it's a ballpark yeah even then it's like you you're moving along two axes so um you right now you are considered chaotic good but that's because of what happened previously as a character as a player that's playing a character in my world do whatever the fuck you want yeah don't let alignment be a stranglehold you roleplay however you want if what you do changes that alignment then we'll change it yeah I think as well yeah that's that's already a good point because I think too many people like they'll they'll write an alignment down in their character sheet and then they kind of make decisions based on that rather than what makes sense. I mean, the only kind of way that that falls apart is is when we're dealing with certain mechanics that are tied to alignment. Yes. So the the prime example is going to be a paladin. Yeah. You know, or in if you if we're talking Pathfinder parlance, a champion. Um. They have they have an alignment and they stick to an alignment, and if they veer from that alignment, they lose their powers, etc., etc. That's why Pathfinder Second Edition were a bit more um, in depth, where it's okay. So you are a follower of Ragathiel, who is yeah. a lawful good god of vengeance. Yeah. So your version of lawful good is going to differ from the lawful goodness of Saran Ray, uh, Saran Rap. Yeah. Who, yeah, thank you, you know, thank I'm you. sorry, I had to correct myself. It's all myself. about preserving I, food. I had to correct myself. He'll be listening <laughs> to this episode. Um, yeah. 
So, yeah, it is, you know, they've got two very different ways of going about things. And playing that in a very vague sort of concept as alignment is always kind of leaves things a bit, you know, how do, how do yeah. I react to this? Whereas with the edicts and anathemas, you've got a very exactly. clear defined exactly. okay ragathiel wants you to punish evildoers yeah End of. and i think that's 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 the the better way of of handling it right because let's be honest right your alignment only really comes into it if you have a deity um it's the only time it really becomes an, an issue right is if there's a deity involved because if i'm playing a bounty hunter no one gives a shit whether i'm chaotic good or awful good or just true neutral or whatever it doesn't fucking matter as long as i'm not evil right but my actions are going to determine that not i'm not having to act a certain way to still be in favor with my deity i can act whatever is best for my character in that situation right Mm. um and it's only really and, and it should be things like clerics and paladins who are stuck to this is what my deity wants so i need to behave that way because that's their source of power. It's also what they've devoted their life to. So it kind of works in that element because it, it becomes part of the character. Is my deity wants this, so I have to stick to that no matter what I want because that should be what I want. Yeah, and there are... A lot of the discussions that, that alignment kind of ferments is how to make it better, how to make it you know, work better, how to make it more appropriate. Because yeah. alignment came about in the early days of sort of yeah. D&D when roleplay aspects weren't as heavy. Yeah. So now that, you know, we've got entire worlds and universes that are being created on the daily by many, many GMs across the world, mm-hmm. having something as sort of predefined and pigeonholed as alignment doesn't quite fit the bill and what Paizo have done instead of going okay how do we improve this they've gone get rid of it 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 doesn't (laughs) serve a purpose anymore and I and I completely agree it it kind of it it works on that uh that age-old saying of if it ain't broke don't fix it if it is broke chuck it out and get a new one yeah yeah essentially and there are mechanics that are going to be tied to it that will be changed and one of the things that they talked about on the stream were things that do for example like spells that work against a particular alignment Mm. like detect evil when they kind of said okay fair enough but rather than detect evil what about if we made it a bit more specific to detect a certain type of evil so yeah. what about detect unholy well exactly because i mean that's the thing as well right is even even the whole detect evil thing your your view of what is evil in the world will differ from someone else right especially especially in um you know in, in this kind of setting right where you can have 15 different deities who are all good in air quotes right but their their views are diametrically opposed to each other. So like one could be like like you mentioned earlier, right? That that lawful good deity of vengeance. But you can also have a lawful good deity who thinks that vengeance is a horrific thing and shouldn't be done. So to that deity who thinks vengeance is bad, 
that lawful good deity of vengeance will appear evil because they believe in vengeance i was just about to kind of touch on that as well um i'm the sort of person and this is going to be no surprise to you that whenever (laughs) i watch a movie i always to some extent agree with the bad guy agree with the bad guy barring i'm the same can i just say barring world war ii documentaries all right oh yeah obviously um but yeah a lot of times you know i'm you know Thanos snaps his fingers and I kind of go yep that sounds about right to me hey it solved the problem if we can only feed half half the population of the universe get rid of the other half job done (laughs) so (laughs) as a result of that when I create a villain in my games Mm. I make it so that their motives are at least at the very least debatable yeah you know, I did one where it was in a city that was populated by a lot of adventurers passing through. So what this villain would do, he would put out fake bounties and fake quests that these heroes would then follow and go into a very dangerous area where they would then be killed. And he would come, <laughs> and he would come along, and he would steal the items, and then sell them for profit. I mean, I mean, yes, it's it, just good business. It is an evil act, let's be honest. But at the same time, his logic was, I'm not. Nobody forced them to go there. Yeah, nobody forced these people to do this. Yeah. No, no, I just put out a rumor. So yes, the the party never fell for that one and killed him instantly. <laughs> but that you know that's the sort of that they're the sort of villains i create i create villains where there is at least a discussion amongst the party where they kind of go is it that bad though well, it, it, it's also it, it's it's you know the, the whole uh you know pov thing right like if you look at star wars because that, let's be honest, okay star wars as a universe is a universe m- most people are going to be familiar with right what star the wars Emperor doesn't because <laughs> the emperor doesn't consider himself evil, right? He genuinely believes what he's doing is best for the the universe, the galaxy as a whole. So to him, he's not evil, and the the rebellion are the evil ones in his mind, yeah. right? And that's why I think alignment doesn't work because it's all based on on your point of view. Um, so having a a hard and fast this is good, this is bad just doesn't work because it all comes down to point of view. Yeah, that's it, and. It is a sliding scale, and mm. to kind of have characters fall into one of those nine sort of blocks, it, it just doesn't do them justice. No. And, and then we get onto the more problematic topics of entire ancestries being considered evil. Yes. Which, you know, the both Pathfinder and D&D have, have addressed... So some really weird outroar, may I, may I, kind of add. If yeah. I mean, if that you're the sort of person that gets fucked off by, you know, not all orcs being evil, fucking take a look at your priorities. Just saying. Yeah. But anyway, beside the point. So that is something that has already kind of been dealt with and abolished. So, you know, there is no real reason for it anymore. Yeah, it, it doesn't really pose any benefit to existing still no um 
So uh, yeah, I mean, and most most DMs that I've played with anyway don't even really use it. I don't believe I've en- I've encountered I've encountered players who use it. Yeah. And you know, oh well, I'm chaotic good. This is what I'll do, sort of thing. And yeah, yeah those. Yeah, don't be that player. Yeah, don't don't, don't be that. Player. Don't be that guy. That's a that's that a shitty way of playing a game. Um, because I, I mean, yeah, I, I've had it. Um, where we were playing like an evil campaign, and some of the some of the players took evil to mean a completely different thing to what uh, me and a couple of the other players took it to mean. So, like half the party were taking evil as you're just out for yourself, right? Fuck the world, fuck everyone else, fuck that guy next to you. As long as I come out better, I'm happy, right? Which to me, that's quite an evil way of looking at the world. Um, you know, quite selfish. Um, but they took it as they're just going to murder anything and everything in front of them, some of the other players. Which, yes, is evil, but also not really the same thing. Uh, but I mean, that argument that argument kind of also applies to, goes to good. The, yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, um, we had... Um, something in our in in our game where i had a crime lord mm. who was running his operation out of um a building on the docks yeah so the party needed to speak to him so they initially tried to infiltrate um stealthily didn't yeah. quite work due to some some unfortunate roles yeah. And it kind of all kicked off and there was this big sort of combat. When the resolution yeah. when it got to the resolution and they were actually speaking to this dude, my answer to them was why didn't you knock on the fucking door first? Yeah. You know, I also made a point of him having not anything illegal in this docks because he's a smart man. So yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm not take a look. Go do fucking investigate the place there's nothing illegal going on here yeah. i'm gonna talk call the town guard so it was like yeah what uh, what well, part of that does that then go from being a good act to then being to an evil, to an evil yeah. act and it, it's exactly that i mean it's like if you look at most um like crime crime bosses in general right, both in fiction and in the real world right they all have some kind of good honest business that they use right because they they need a way to uh, you know launder their ill-gotten gains, so to the outside eye they appear to be a very good person, mm. right? They all do. That's the whole point of this this world they build around themselves. You know, they give to charity, they do this for the local community, they help these people, but behind closed doors is where they do their shady shit. Yeah. But that's the thing, like to the outside world they're going to seem like a really nice guy and a really good guy and yeah it's just it's yeah yeah that's my opinion on alignment yeah no i it should have been abolished a long time ago. completely agree i think alignment is an absolute and an ab- only a sith deals an absolute yeah exactly and <laughs> in in something like a video game yeah. absolutes work Yes, but in something which is very much down to each individual person, absolutes yeah, it, it doesn't. don't have a place. Is which?
which celebrity would you most want to play a tabletop RPG with and what type of character do you think they'd play? Okay, so my answer for this is really easy. Uh, for the first half, the second half, I'm not sure. But I would absolutely love to play any kind of tabletop game with Henry Cavill. I think that would just be amazing. He seems like a genuinely decent, fun individual anyway. We all know he's got he's got a nerdy side. We all know this. Um, and I just think it would be a really cool experience. So that would be my choice. I know there are a lot of celebrities who do play D&D. Um, like openly um, like you've got you know like uh, Joe Manganiello or that lot that play and have like you know all their stuff but I, I just, Henry Cavill would be my choice for that I have no idea what he would play though um, mm, what would you... I feel like he would play mm. some kind of caster interesting yeah that, that's just my my feeling on it because obviously he, he in all of his like in his films he was always playing the big tough guy yeah so I think he would want to maybe get away from that when he was role playing and he would want to play something like a bit squishier but so I think he would go caster just to have that offset you know mm. yeah possibly I mean yeah Henry Cavill is a good choice I mean we know mm. he's played a paladin-esque sort of yes. character in, in the form of Superman yeah um Obviously, The Witcher. The Witcher, as well. which is probably more, you know, obviously a fighter with, yeah. with some sort of magical influence. That that'd be easy to build in second edition. It'd be very easy to build in five years as well. So I was I was thinking, and you know, I think we can go back and forth on this because I kind of wanted to stay away from the known role players. Yeah, you know, for me that was that was too easy of an answer. You know, like your Joe Manganiello's, Vin Diesel's, Big Show. Yeah, exactly. Um, Tom Morello, apparently. Yes. Yeah, uh, Joe Manganiello put a picture up of his table, his nine mm. fucking players. Yeah. Uh, Vince Vaughn was there. Yeah, uh, dude. Like, have you seen his table though? That custom table that, he had made. Is that the new one from Wormwood? Yeah. yeah, it looks nice. It looks nice. Beautiful. Very nice Beautiful table. Tables. So I kind of wanted to stray away from that because I feel like, mm. you know, those are the 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 given answers. The obvious. Yeah. One person I thought of that would be fucking epic to have at the table, mm. Gary Oldman. Oh yes. And he would yes. play whatever the fuck he wanted to. At once, <laughs> <laughs> he'd play everything at once. <laughs> you know, we talk yeah, about power gamers. One. What about a power role player? <laughs> Dude, that that would actually be pretty cool. I think. Um, yeah, I think I think I'd I'd like to see him in a role that was quite um, not necessarily evil, but not squeaky clean. Something with a bit yes. of gravitas. A bit of that kind of uh, moral ambiguity, shall we Maybe say? Maybe a rogue then. Yeah, or or even like just like an oathbreaker paladin would be pretty good. That would be good. I I think he'd definitely bring that. Yeah. Yeah. Gary, Gary, if you're listening, if you're listening, Gary, <laughs> give us a call. Give us a call. I mean, I've, you know, you can come join us anytime. I'll 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 GM. Um, I think. The, the the one other person that I I would love to get on a table with just to w settle it once and for all, I would have to play a game with William. <laughs> I would have to, just so we can settle it once and for all which one of us rolls worse, right? Because 
anybody who's seen me play knows I roll worse, right? But I know that everybody in the world of the internet and the rest of the world thinks that I'm exaggerating. <laughs> well, what I would do, I would GM that game. <laughs> and I would also, you know, give you carte blanche on any fucking power build that you wanted to because I wouldn't feel threatened at all. Well, I mean, that that's also part of the reason that I don't mind power build, uh, power gaming, because the way I roll doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was I was almost going to cut you off at one point when you were talking about your power build, kind of going, yeah, it's still you rolling, though. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, I think that's part of the reason that my DM has allowed it, because he knows that, yes, it might be very strong, but I still have to not roll ones. Yeah, so, Will, if you're listening... Yep. Uh, please forgive any things I may have said in previous episodes about you. Um, <laughs> come and join the table and let's settle this once and for all. So, actually, let, let's take that question one step further, right? So, we, we've both given like a, a, a person that we would we would love to play with. How okay, about? Sorry, can I just add one more? Yes, one more. I, I was that, that, I was just going to say. Why, why don't we both put together like a table of four people? Okay, all right. Right, so I've given two, so you've got three to Okay, go. so my second one is going to be the bard of the party, mm-hmm. Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> I like it, I like he, it. Yeah, just one... Yeah, he would smash being a bard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. Um, I think... I would I would really really enjoy having um someone like Adam Sandler at the table and I think he would probably play something like a bard as well. Um so he would kind of be the bard of of my table I think. Um just because of like that quick fire wit that he would bring to that character as well. Like his vicious mockery would actually be vicious mockery. You know what I yeah. mean? Like um, so I think, yeah, I, I would love to have Adam Sandler at the table as well. All right. <laughs> okay, so I've got my rogue. I've got my bard. All right. Should we do five? Mm-hmm. Should we do like a, a proper yeah, let's, round let's go of five. party? Yeah, yeah let's so go five. So I've got a rogue. I've got a bard. Because, um, yeah, I, I think rogue for um, for Gary Oldman. Yeah. I think, I think it just fits. Um, I'm going to go cleric. And I think there's only mm-hmm. one answer to for, for someone... Who is gonna play a pious man, and that's gonna be Morgan Freeman? Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that dude played good. God twice, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, he he could be his own deity. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, that is good. Right. Um. So I I've got one that I think. Uh, actually, actually, I'm going to give my final two in in this one because the, they kind of come as a pair at the moment, um, and I just think it would be amazing to have them there at the table. Um, I would want Kevin Hart <laughs> and The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> as, as soon as you said came in a pair, it was like, yeah, he, he's going Jumanji. Yeah, just because again, I think they would be hilarious on whatever character they decided to play right um and i think that that would kind of round out my table so my table would be henry cavill <laughs> will wheaton just so we can settle it once and for all <laughs> um 
and then uh, yeah, Adam Sandler, Kevin Hart, The Rock. That's yeah, my table. That's that's a good table. So, what would yeah. Kevin Hart and The Rock play? Because you've got your you've got because we went. You did say yeah. So caster for uh, Henry Cavill. Yeah. So that he he'd be kind of like a, he'd be some kind of wizard or something like that. Bard for Sandler. Um, I feel like Will Will could kind of just fill whatever role was missing because he he is a sort of you know very well rounded player when when it comes to that element. Um, so I think he would just kind of fill that role of whatever the other two don't pick up. He'll play. I feel like. I could see Kevin and Dwayne doing what they do, kind of like what happened in the Jumanji film, where they're playing like the opposite of themselves, if that makes sense. So like, Kevin would be playing like the big butch character, like a paladin or something like that, um, and then uh, Dwayne would play something really sort of like a rogue. Like he would be the rogue, I think. Okay. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. So that leaves me yeah. with two, doesn't it? So, yes. and it leaves me with two party roles because yeah, obviously I need a frontliner. Yes. Um, frontliner fighter, and I obviously need some sort of caster, maybe wizard yep. or sorcerer. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah, this is uh, this isn't going to be easy. But I feel, I feel that a fighter, like a frontliner, maybe even a mm-hmm. paladin. Yeah. Gotta go Sigourney Weaver, man. Okay. You know, I just think she's gonna bring that sort of level of rippliness <laughs> to yeah. the role that it's like, yeah, all right, I can yeah. see her. Well, as a yeah, fighter. yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. And then bringing up bringing up the 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 last sort of position as either a wizard or a sorcerer. Mm-hmm. I would have to think. Oof, this is a tough one. <laughs> I think Ryan Reynolds is a wizard. Really? You wouldn't have Ryan Reynolds as a bard? No, fuck it. Ryan Reynolds is a wizard. Really? Yeah, as a I know everything oh. more than you. 100%. Oh, one of those yep. kind of wizards. Right. Yeah, I get you. I get you. I get you. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. plus, <laughs> you know, Lin-Manuel is my bard. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 that's fair, that's fair. But yeah, so I think that, that kind of, uh, that, that is two really, really good tables that I would enjoy playing. That would be, completely honest. that would be a ton of fucking fun. And not only that, I think we have, we have answered that question in spades. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>